everybody, and welcome to the Hope Hotline. It is Friday, February 23rd. Is that correct? You're right. It's definitely Friday the 23rd today. You know, I just lose track of dates. I know. And I cannot it's believe so it's already... Vanessa, do you... Re- oh, I was about to say, do you not realize we can see you? But I'm the only yeah, one that can no, see you. I see you. Vanessa's doing her hair, <laughs> which is what I was doing just before the podcast. <laughs> Trying to fix, like, this this thing right... No, this thing right here. You're driving mm. me crazy. There, there you go. go. Look at you. Never happens. Um, <laughs> so I get you, but you couldn't see Vanessa. Vanny on the block, show her right now. Vanny on the block's wearing some nice, sweet little goggles right there. Yeah. I, I, What's up with that? I, I like them. <laughs> I woke up with a, a pink eye, I think. And so... That stinks, I, man. It, it's either pink eye or maybe I just need to change my contacts. Yeah. I've been wearing the same mm-hmm. pair for like six months. And they're like good for two weeks. <laughs> so... <laughs> Or you got pink eye from wearing right. the same I mean, contacts for six, of six months. So I'm giving my eyes some some rest. Vanessa, why gosh. would you do that? Because you have not gotten the other. You haven't gotten the prescription filled, correct? Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And now it's expired, and I have to get a whole nother eye exam. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. So I'm sporting a new look. Beautiful. I like those. Thanks. They're they're like man. If they had those in like sunglasses. I'm all in. Come on. Okay. Maybe like find a out dupe. the lenses. Find a dupe. Like that's right up my alley. I don't know though. I'd have to put them on my face because sometimes I look like a bug. Yeah. But let's try it. Yeah. I like those little right. I like those little goggles you got on. Huh? I'll take that compliment. I didn't even know she wore glasses. <laughs> I just found out recently too. I mean, so I have known her for how many years? So many. So many. Like almost ten. <laughs> yeah. I'm so observant. Apparently, so observant. You always wear contacts. I do. It's. I mean, you rare. never wear glasses. I thought they were fake me outs. To no. be honest with you, no, unfortunately not. I've. No, I don't even know. Have I ever seen you in glasses? You might have. Mm-hmm. Like it's few and far between. Yes. Oh, yeah. Obviously, if you're wearing the same contacts for six months, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But Jeff is on a mission. He's like Vanessa. You need to start speaking to your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that's what I do every day. Right. I don't wear glasses yeah. except for little readers every now and then for like. Stupid Perry Stone's Bible's got like blue print. Yeah. It's hard to read. And it's, it, it ain't big. No, it's not. So, and there are certain things I have to wear my glasses for. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I didn't, haven't gotten a prescription yet. I refuse. That's my I, mom. I literally said, my mm-hmm. eyes are healed. Yeah. I haven't seen the manifestation of it. Why am I going to go and get a daggum prescription mm-hmm. for something that I do not have or will not keep? Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe I'll. I, I gotta go receive for it. my eye exam. Huh? Maybe I won't go for my ex- my eye exam. Don't keep wearing <laughs> those six month contacts, girl. I know. <laughs> why don't you lesson learned? Why don't you like like an elephant bite bite one piece at a time? There you go. Good good advice. True. Very true. <laughs> good advice. And then you'll eat the whole thing and you'll win. There you go. I like that. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's yeah, that's what I that's how I feel about my eyes though. I'm not losing. That's I'm not what, losing I know. this battle. I speak to my eyes every day. My mom says the same thing. My eyes will not grow dim. Yep. She's she's trying. Yep. She's holding out, kind of. Now my force <laughs> might being might start being abated because I haven't hit the gym in two weeks. But oh, just kidding. I know, I, I haven't know. been there two I weeks. Know. I know. So but uh Reasons, mm-hmm. legitimate reasons, yeah. but my eyes now, my eyes, like, I don't like that. That makes me very mad. I know. 
So, no. but great goggles you got on there, Vanessa. And then what was I going to say? Oh, she was doing her hair. But before that, what yeah. were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so, so many, many things. things. So many things. Do we want to so go into things. it? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. It's the weekend. That's all I care about. It it's going to be a great weekend. Cannot wait. I cannot wait for you guys to see the new, the logo or the graphic yeah. for the new Beloved Conference. Mm. Yes. It's going to be good, people. Yes. We're going to finalize We're going to do that. save the date. Can we have that next week? Yeah, let's finalize let's it do, tonight. Yeah. We'll, and then I'll make we'll, the save the date. We'll, we'll have a save the date next mm-hmm. next week. Okay. It's good. Yep. I'm in love. Me too. I love it. Thank I'm you. in love. Love, love. Yeah. Cannot wait. Yep. It's going to be good. So good. Um, okay, let's, let's like, I don't know what today entails. We're missing Sarah. Yeah, she's going up to Tampa. What is that? Heading up to Tampa for a niece. Did you say she's heading to, see people, sometimes I, I have gone back and watched the thing and I hear her telling me something that I cannot hear her (laughs) telling me. Like she's telling me it's Tuesday and I'm like, oh, it's Thursday. Like, <laughs> she's like, no, no, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And I can't hear her. I know, and I'm you like, can't yeah, Thursday. Mouth. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I can't hear her at all. I There's a, that big, huge screen. There's two of them in front of her. Is Aaron and they block. Rumble? I can't even read her lips. Yeah, I know. I know. Because then it's like, I have to talk like this. Wow. So what you said, she's going to Tampa. Uh, yeah, she's going up to Tampa for her niece's engagement party. Oh, how so, nice. Yeah, she's going to hang out with her fam. Have fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's nice. Yeah. Um, hashtag retake, re- replay. Yeah, Sarah. Yes, yeah, Sarah. Um, I think she's gonna try and hop on while they're driving. So we'll see. Yeah. Sweet, and uh, I guess just just go for it. Start doing okay. your thing. Do what you, say what you say and do what you do. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's see who we've got on Facebook. We got Janelle. Hey, girl. Um, we got about five other people hanging out. So just let us know if you're in there. And then if you want to, you can always hop over to Rumble because, you know, we love Rumble. But before you go, like and share, comment, do all the fun stuff that you can do on Facebook. And um, if you're watching on Foundation Church, we are headed over there, too, to make sure that if you're commenting, um, Talia will be seeing you now. Because I know we had actually a Jeff over there commenting on the Foundation one. So <laughs> Vanessa gave a look that was beautiful. Um, so yeah, we've got Rumble. Um, we got the chat going on a little slower in the chat today, but we got a bunch of people watching. So if you're on and you could just head over to the chat real quick, just drop your name and where you're watching. I know we've got a lot of foundation people on. Um, and then we've got YouTube, of course. Um, and if you're on YouTube, again, if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do that. Just quickly subscribe then you'll be able to get that confirmation for when we do go live and you won't miss one of these. Also, if you follow us on Instagram, we always post in there as well to remind you guys that we're going live um, and you can share that in your stories or whatever to join us to get the word out. Um, Black Robe, we've got that available. Those are always there. All the replays are available for you guys as well. And as always, the audio podcast. So again, Apple Play or Apple Podcast, Spotify, all the good stuff always available for you guys, not live. So you have to wait a little bit so I can upload it and get it on there for you. Um, we need you guys to send in your questions. We've got a few really good ones coming up. I'm excited to get to those ones. Thank you for sending those. If you're on Instagram, you can send them in the DM. Um, and then if you can just send them right to ask hope at hopehotline.com. I sent over a little um, like a re or it comes like it's like a kickback it comes back and it just says that we got your question so if you get that we definitely got it 
Um, and if not, just give us a month or so and we will eventually get to your question. And if we don't, like Hope said, if it's been a couple months, feel free to send it again. And then lastly, we have our merch. Um, it is available at foundationchurchfl.com. Click shop and you can get the mug, the spoon, or the UBU t-shirt. And that is it for today. And that is that. And that is that. Okay, so this first question. <clears throat> you guys, I'm going to... First of all, we started talking about this first question before we got on air. And like, I've already answered questions about Enoch mm -hmm. before. Yeah. This is where I really wish Aaron was here. Okay. Because like Aaron... I think he's read Enoch. I think yeah. he has, but he and I have talked about this before. He went, um, I love his two cents on the whole entire thing, but because <clears throat> I have my opinion and in his opinion actually is the same as mine. So it's not <laughs> like we have, um, you know, opposite opinions, but like, um, I'm going to read the questions. You stay on here for one second. Because, okay. like, when I read this question, I kind of, I didn't think it was a joke or anything like that. But I was like, this is, like, nothing I've ever heard before. Mm -hmm. And then both of you told me that you've heard this before. Yeah. Which is weird to me. Mm -hmm. I t tell you, do you know anything about Enoch? No. Okay. That's what I figured. So, it was just really Vanessa and Tracy. It really wasn't yeah. the fearsome threesome over there. Yeah, just it was just... <laughs> Tweedledum and Tweedledumer. <laughs> okay, so Sweet. let's read the question. Enoch was a man who was seventh from Adam, question mark. In the book of Enoch, he refers to Nephilim, half man, half angels. It, it is a fascinating story and explains the flood. However, the book of Enoch isn't considered as part of the inspired word of God. After the Senate of Rome, which is around 500 BC, it was rarely used. Sorry, theology junkie. Laugh out loud. I have 73 books in my Bible. However, King James only has 66. The NRSV Bibles have all 73. I did, some, I did come across an interesting video on symbolism and how the specialists and how this specialist in symbolism thinks the King James Version is actually demonic, which, considering it is missing books, does cause me to pause. Maybe I can find it to share. Okay. What the what? <laughs> Good news. Aaron's in the house. Yes, he is. Rock the house. He's entered the, He's chat. Entered the chat. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I know. I had, uh, for me, mm -hmm. I'm like, I have never heard anybody but an atheist or an agnostic say that they could even think that the, the, that the Bible, the Holy Bible, is demonic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you two have heard of that mm -hmm. by people who believe in Enoch or yeah, believe probably. that it's not because Enoch's not in there. Correct? Yeah. I mean, I've heard. And not, I've never heard this. Not to the extent probably that this helps at all, but I don't know, maybe Aaron can chime in of why maybe people think this, but I've heard that it's just King James version. And so it's not necessarily trustworthy because it's King James's version and do we even trust King James and is he even like it like to me it was like more I I showed no interest in it because I was like that doesn't even it's like you just read and you're like what <laughs> that's how I felt when somebody tried to describe this to me 
Okay. So I don't, I don't have a great well, like I told counter you. argument. Yeah. Okay, what, what do you have to say about this? So I've never heard that. Now, listen, I listened to you on Wednesday and you sounded like a church mouse. I know she sounds better today. I don't know. She she's, does. She's, hit, she's eating the well, mic. Well, you know what it is? I'm sharing a mic with Sarah. Yeah, yeah but you still should be eating it if you're with Sarah. Okay. We need another mic. And I can hear Sarah. <laughs> well, her, wow. her voice projects. Uh-huh. That, thus the reason. Yes. I have. If you know yours does not. Take that mic, okay. put it here. Like I yeah. had to teach her for, when she, for worship team. Yeah. Now you can hear you yeah. because you like yeah. Yeah. when you're singing. Everything's soft with Vanessa. There ain't oh. one hard I, spot listen, on the I'm chick. a soft place to land on. She is. And Everybody needs somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's okay. I'll... I, I, I am who I am. That's right. right. You be you. And I and love so, you. You be you. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> About the King James Version being demonic. <laughs> I love her, man. That's why we keep you around, chick. That's awesome. I love you. Thank you. Um, no, I've never heard that. This was the so first. So you never heard never. that it was demonic. No. Either. I, You're like me. Like I agnostic and. That well, yeah. King James was like the most accurate. Uh-huh. And yeah. we're going to go into that. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> if anybody ever studied out the Bible and the prophecies, th- there's no other book that is more actual, factual, mm-hmm. and cannot be disproven. Not one. Out of all the books that have ever been written, philosophically, whatever, there's not one. So for me... Like, and I'm not busting who on whoever wrote this, but if you're a theology junkie, then maybe you should really look at the books that you're studying and how accurate they are, even Enoch. Mm, good point. Because that's where you go. It's not like, oh, this is a great book. I really like his their take on the uh, Nephilim, half man, half angels. Fascinating story. But you better, like, if you're going to read somebody and you want it to be a, a part of the a uh, Bible itself, maybe it needs to be as accurate as the other books that are in there. Yeah, maybe that's the reason why it's not. Right. So that's what the problem is for me. For me, a lot of times people have these ideas and they sound great, but there's no real, there's no real uh, depth to them. Not the person, the mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. that they love so much. There's no depth. There's no accuracy, and there's no proof behind. It's like telling me that. Uh, climate change, which has been changed, the name has been changed several times, uh, and so have the rules, so have the uh, the um, guidelines that make it be climate change to global warming to all these different things. Nothing ever sticks. Everything always changes. Even their prophecies that they have about, like New York was supposed to be underwater, like in two thousand. Right. Like that's that's what we're dealing with right here. Mm-hmm. This kind of this kind of stuff right here is about as accurate as that. It's about as accurate as COVID, yeah, um, and all the other things that people fall prey to because they don't ever look in in depth to what they are are saying that they are interested in. And just because you're interested in it does not mean it's wise to be to have that interest. We're to guard our hearts and we're to protect them and to make sure that what we take in doesn't hurt us spiritually speaking mm-hmm. so um the as far as the king james being demonic no it's not demonic 
And it reminds me of some scripture, but I will tell you, it's like, um, it's like when the Pharisees tried to say that Jesus was demonic mm-hmm. and they called him Beelzebub. How is that possible? Excuse me. When Jesus was doing all the acts of the Messiah, the one that was to come, he did every single thing that was prophesied that the Messiah would do. He was healing the sick. He was in, in, in making the lame walk. He was healing the leper. He was doing everything. The blind were speaking. The deaf ear was opening. And then they tried to say he was Beelzebub. He was the devil. Why would the devil win somebody to God? It's like a house divided cannot stand. It's not possible. It makes no sense whatsoever. And that's basically what God, uh, Jesus said. It, it's not possible. So let's look at Matthew 12, 22 through 28. It says, a house divided cannot stand. The one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind, and mute, and he healed him, so that the blind and the mute man both spoke and saw. And all the multitudes were amazed and said, could this be the son of David? Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. Does that not make sense? Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes sense. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do you, by whom do your sons cast them out? Yeah. That, I mean, therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Preach. I want to like, Preach. I would clap. I would, I, you know, I just like, there's no way the Bible is demonic. It makes no sense. It's as much as saying that Jesus was demonic. Mm-hmm. Now, am I making sense to this? At all, girls. I mean, just like, does conceptually, do you understand what I'm saying when I compare somebody calling the King James demonic versus calling Jesus demonic? Yes. Does that make sense to you? Because literally, I want, I, I don't want somebody to be going, they don't correlate. Yeah, no. To I me, think, it doesn't correlate. To me, it does. Talia, you have, you look like you want to say something. No, I, no, it definitely like it makes sense to me, like what you're saying. It's like they. I don't know. Okay, so that correlation between calling Jesus, what is somebody saying something on no. the feed? Oh, I thought you were saying, I thought you were reading something. I mean, what were Aaron's, you going to say? Yeah. I wasn't, I'm just reading um, what Aaron's been posting. What is Aaron saying? Some of the stuff that he's saying is because he said that, like, with Enoch specifically, well, with the King James Version, he said that there are bits of the King James Version that ha- clearly have an uh, agenda behind it but to say that it's demonic is a bit wild but i can see with the numerology being that it's 66 books that people would obviously they would just jump right to it being 66 books um and then sean's just saying that like he doesn't understand why books would be taken out well and i'm going to tell you why the books are taken perfect so okay in order for it to be demonic or it not to be actually factually true yeah there would have to be proof that shows that it's not there's more proof that shows it is, and I'm going to tell you, it's a, a proven it's a proven document because and that and it's not symbolic. The Dead Sea Scrolls were found in 1947, and they prove that what was taken out of the caves, I mean, basically to the letter, the King James Version repeats what was found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. 
And the Dead Sea Scrolls are actual, factual, legitimate documents that that theologians have never been able to do away with, never been able to, to say they are not accurate, never able to say that there is no proof that these things actually came to pass. There are people who saw them, like Josephus, who have validated him in writings that had nothing to do with the writings of the King James Bible. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you see something on there, mm-hmm. tell me. So a, a young boy... He was a young Arab shepherd in 1947 in Qumran, Qumran, went into a cave, and he found the Dead Sea Scrolls, right? And a lot of people would love to, like, say that it's not a proven document because then it validates either lifestyles or mm-hmm. um, basically, basically sin. Yeah. It allows you to sin with no consequence, ramification, or conviction, Right. But the thing is, is you can do away with the Dead Sea Scrolls all you want to, but there's also a text that is also proven that the Bible is real and it exists, and King James Version as well. And it's called the Textus Receptus, Receptus, R-E-C-E-P-T-U-S. They also match. So you can get rid of the Dead Sea Scrolls all you want, but then you have this Textus Receptus, and that proves that the King James Bible is also factual, actual. So for me, be careful what you read, be careful what you watch, be careful what you listen to, because it's very dangerous to open yourself up to things that are not safe. Enoch is not proven. There are things in the book of Enoch that have been clearly disproven, okay? I'm going to, I'm going to show you the reason why, and I, I am going to read it to you because there's, it was too much information because I had to... Like, I study this stuff out, and I research this stuff before I even come on here, and I talk to you about it. And I look at all the sides, and I look at all the information to make sure that what I'm saying is not just my opinion, but I bring some educational sides to this, okay? So the Book of Enoch is considered to be a category of pseudopigrapha, and that's a P-S-E-U-D-E. P-I-G-R-A-P-H, just in case I'm misspelling, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Meaning this book was written under a pseudonymous name, which means, I'm not sure if I uh, wrote down what that means, but basically that means somebody said they wrote it, but they actually did not. Okay, now the book of, uh, the books that we have, the 66 books of the Bible, have basically been proven that everybody that it states that it wrote it actually wrote it. Like the book of Hebrews is one of the ones that is questionable as to who actually wrote it, but they're like they're almost 100% positive that it was Paul. So it's very rare that in any of these books that know in the 66, pretty much everybody knows, but in the book of Enoch, it's not at all. It's not, they can't, it's the person who said they wrote it did not write it. They know that for a fact. So, so what it, it is, I did write it down. The author claims to be someone, but is not actually the true author. Pseudonymous writings um, were common during the time the Bible was written. Who was Enoch? He was like Elijah. So Enoch, I'm not going to read all that because I already know it. So Enoch was a man that, uh, like Elijah, was never died. He was taken up to heaven. 
Um, they believe he and Elijah are the two witnesses that we'll see in Re the book of Re Revelation. Um, a lot of people believe that because they were um, taken and they never passed away, they never died, that they will be the ones that return. They will be the two witnesses in the book of Revelation that are spoken of, and at which case they, the two witnesses actually die, but they rise again in three days. Correct? So... Not correct, right? Right. Right. Um, so um, that that's super interesting about both of those two men, um, which a lot of people don't know that, which is interesting that a lot of people don't know that that's of, um, Elijah and Enoch, but it goes back to also studying your word and knowing things. So, um, so Enoch wrote the book of Enoch is what they some believe, but it's not actually... The, most say, no, Enoch did not write the book of Enoch. Um, it is also considered to be an apocryphal, I don't know, it's A-P-O-C-R-Y-P-H-A-L. I wish I had Sarah. <laughs> Acropophil yeah. writing. Mm -hmm. And that writing means that it should be true and correct, but it is, in fact, false and often historically inaccurate. So two things about the book of Enoch that the other books, 66 books in the Bible, don't have issues with. That's the reason why those 66 books made it into the Bible. And the, this one does not. Because it had to meet certain criteria in order to go into the Bible. And Enoch does not meet the criteria. That's the reason why it's not in there. When reading an apocryphal uh, text, they should be treated as a fallible historical text. The Bible should be treated as God's inspired word, infallible, and authoritative word. Infallible, it is 100%. And here's the reason why I can tell you that it is 100%. Because there are 2,500 prophecies in the, book, uh, in, in the King James Version Bible. Let's do not only King James. Let's do New King James, Living Translation, whatever one you like. Out of the 66 books in the Bible, there are 2,500 prophecies that are stated. 2,000 of those prophecies have come to pass. And you go, well, there's 500 that haven't. So doesn't that make it inaccurate? And I tell you, absolutely not. Because the other 500 haven't come to pass. That is the reason why they aren't fulfilled. Um, but on a daily basis, as time progresses, and we see the book of Revelation unfolding, we're checking off those 500. Right. So day by day, those things are actually, those prophecies are coming to pass. The book of Enoch can't do that because the book of Enoch has already been found with uh, things in it that were not accurate at all. And so because of that, it shouldn't be a part of the 66 books. And for me, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I don't really, like the, the, the 73, I looked at who really, reads the NRSV, which has the 73 books. You know who does? The Catholic faith, mainly the Pope. That's mm. the book he uses. I looked at different people who actually read and use that book, that, that 73 book Bible, and there ain't nobody I would want to follow. Hmm. Protestants, Catholicism, big time. The Catholics use it big time. But if you look at what those other... Um, Books have that this the seventy three books out of the seventy three uh, the 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 sixty six right so seventy three minus sixty six is seven so the seven books that don't that are not in the Bible those seven books I looked at what they consist of 
And a lot of the Catholic faith uses those seven books. Well, the Catholic faith is heavily, I don't want to insult anybody who's Catholic, but it's, it's, um, what's a nice way to say it's, it's not good. (laughs) (laughs) That. There's a lot of things about the Catholic faith that people who are Catholic should look at and make sure that it's biblically sound, what they're telling you, you should believe, what you should do, yeah. who you should, what you should call different people, the lifestyles of the people that you're following. Are they accurate to what the Bible says? Like, it's not good. And this is, I, you know, Tom was brought up Catholic. Went through catechism, all that other stuff, all the the CCD courses and stuff like that, and the things that they teach, not good. It's very, very. It's not good. <laughs> Just I don't want to insult somebody's religion, yeah. because there's a lot of Catholics that are going to heaven. There's a lot of things in that that, that the, the Catholic faith teaches that people should really question. They should really read their word. It's like there's a lot of denominations that have a doctrine that people follow versus the Bible, and the doctrine was created by man. Catholicism is the same thing because a lot of the rules and regulations that um, Catholics live by it's not the word of God, it's man-made. Mm-hmm. And man gets it wrong a lot. A lot. Unless it's the inspired word of God. And then, God never gets it wrong. So if a man was inspired to write something, and it, out of 2,500 prophecies and things that were written in a, in a, in, in a 66-book document, and 2,000 of them have already come to pass... I would say stick with the 66. Don't follow a doctrine. Don't follow a religion, especially if one is extremely tarnished with inaccuracies and wrong teachings. And just just read the Bible. Live by the Bible. And if you want to read the book of Enoch, I would look at it and say, I'll read it, but I'm not going to make it my Bible. That's all I can say. What do you guys have to say? I think that you should read the Bible first before you read anything that's not in the Bible. I'm reading your lips right now because I can so, barely hear you because the air condition. Most people read like want to read all these other books, including these ones too, but they haven't even read the entire Bible yet. So maybe just start read with the Bible. And then yeah, but if you already there. think that it might be demonic, well then, but like you, if you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, then you'll get a check in your spirit about certain things, right? If you're reading the Bible, like one of the things Aaron said that like one of the contradictions, because him and Tommy did a deep dive, they said about the King James Version. Mm -hmm. Um, An example was Easter um, was said in King James Version. And then in the Dead Sea Scrolls, they said Passover. So if you get a check in your spirit about Easter, that one word out of the entire Bible, then don't use it. Like, I don't know. To me, it's like it's almost like an excuse not to read the Bible. You know, the whole Bible. Because. Oh, yeah. But I also yeah. think that you can, you can like, you, you're just study the word, right? right? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big, 
But some people are so, they love history. So it's not studying the word. It's learning the history of it. Yeah. And the history ain't going to do it. If, if, theology is great. Yep. But if, it's your, if get, the theology gets you off track. Right. Or potentially can get you off track, put the book down. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Put the book down. Yeah. Because it's not worth your salvation. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I'd rather die going to hell believing that the King James Version <laughs> sends me to heaven. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> it's a safe bet for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, one thing I didn't know that Aaron pointed out was um, Enoch was written 300 years after Christ. Yes. And so obviously that like could lead to a lot of contradictions. And he said, if you read the entire Bible you'll and Enoch, you'll see it's full of contradictions. And so... That's where Aaron lies on all of this, pretty much. So for me, like that's, I mean, I could, there, when you look at the, uh, if you look at what, and the thing is, is if you go too much into deep diving in why the book of Enoch is so wrong. Yeah. Right. Then again, you fall into the side of, um, everybody has Mm -hmm. their opinion. Right. So, but that's one of the things that it states as, as part of the reason why it is, highly inaccurate Mm -hmm. and why it wasn't Enoch who wrote it. Yeah. If you're seventh from Adam (laughs) and you're writing that book 300 years after the the death of of Christ, how can you be the writer of it? Right. You can't be. That's why I say, (laughs) they say the author is him, but they know it wasn't. Right. So how accurate is the book? And they have found that, and I have a list of things that they believe the reason why it's, the reason why it's not in uh, the Bible is because it's so inaccurate yeah. that it can't be in there. Thank yeah. God that there were standards that people were ru- a rule of thumb that in order to be in the Bible, mm-hmm. you had to meet these standards to even be allowed to go in there. Otherwise, we might have inaccurate books in there. And the inaccuracy of those books could, could cause people to not even believe the word itself. Yeah. Which is very dangerous. Right. It is. Because, yep. That's the reason why there, there's got to be proof in the pudding so that people do read it and say, I believe this. Yeah. I believe it's infallible. Right. Because if you have the book of Enoch in there where it is fallible, right. then people will go, right. we already oh. know this book ain't right. right. So how many of the other books are? A little leaven. It's super important. A little leaven. It is. It's super, super important. And the other six books are very religious. Yeah. They're not really... So, and again, I say Catholics are the ones that use the NRSV big time. Right. Which you might be Catholic, and I hope I didn't offend you. I don't mean to offend. I don't mean to bother or tick off. But at the same time, that's my truth. Yeah. Yeah. And being married to somebody who's Catholic, who knows the Bible very, very well to basically what he was taught in the Catholic uh, religion. Mm -hmm. They are diametrically different in many, many, many ways as, as far as truth goes. Yeah. And again, yeah. I don't want to very insult different. you. And that's why I'm be trying to be very careful yeah. because I, there, I listen, I know Catholics who mm-hmm. are going to heaven. Yeah. I know Catholics who are spirit filled. Okay. But that's because they read the Bible. Right. <laughs> right. They didn't listen to man. Yeah. It's just like you can, you can be any denomination. There's people that come to this church, they hear the word. They don't receive it. They sit in a pew every single Sunday and they're living with somebody. 
Yeah. It's all up to you. you there's right. Catholics that sit so in, in, in a pew yep. every single Sunday, but they read the word of God. Right. They are more saved than some of the people that sit in our church right. today. Right. And that's the truth. Yep. So that's why I'm very hesitant to be super critical right. because I know there are a lot of saved Catholic mm-hmm. people, yep. They're very good people, and they love Jesus and they love God and their hearts are to serve him yeah. and they're it's very pure and they live a very holy lifestyle. They chase after holiness, which is what we're supposed to do. Right. So that's why I try and be very, very careful, but it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So, um, yeah. Does the bald wonder have anything else to say? I don't think so. I mean, no, that was pretty. Silent. That was pretty much Shucker. it. Every, well, he agreed. <laughs> no, he agreed with all the stuff you said. So it would just be kind of reiterating. Validating. Yeah, validating what you said. He and I have talked about it too. But I like this is like the second or third time I've researched it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think I know a lot of people who've read the Book of Enoch, but they read it like a fairy tale. They don't really read it like it's legitimate. Yeah. And I don't mean fairy tale as in like it doesn't have anything good to add. To to the Bible. Yeah. I mean, they just don't look at it as a legitimate document. Yeah. Some of it may be. Yeah. Right. But it's like history. We've watched, we've, you can read a history book yeah. and there'll be so many accurate facts in the history book, yeah, but truths. then they throw in some things that just mm-hmm. aren't so. Yep. You don't throw, you don't discard the truths that are in there, but you have to be very careful about what you mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. So. This is interesting. Very true. My son just walked in, so I'll I'll add him to the uh, question if he wants to be in it. He's looking at me. (laughs) How you doing, baby? I love you. It took you. Oh, I know. I know, Tommy. It took. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys can't hear him. But if you could hear him right now. He need a mic. Come on over, Tommy. Oh, my gosh. Come join us. Tommy's going nuts over here. You need a piece of candy. Here. Oh my gosh. Join it the took him 30 to 45 minutes to get here because <laughs> That's okay. we only live like 10 <laughs> minutes from this place. <laughs> and for some reason, they decided to paint the light Chocolate? in the middle of rush hour traffic, which took me a long time. My mother called me. It's like, leave her late because there's a backup. Uh, but yeah. He just needs a Snickers. Tommy needs Tommy, something. Get a Snicker. Tommy's a little spicy from sitting in traffic. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> he's getting he's getting Vanessa candy though right now. <laughs> Very nice. So, not that you guys care, not that you really need <laughs> to know that, but I'm just filling you in on what's going on in the room right now. You just now. never know. You never, never know. know. There's always something going on. But nothing about Enoch or King James version for Tommy. He's yeah, not no. interested. Okay, cool, cool, no. cool. He said <laughs> <laughs> he read it. It's a good book. He said. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Tommy, Tommy's into all that. I know. Stuff, whatever. <laughs> um, That's funny. Okay. Uh, next question. Tell me how an ideal day off would look for you. I'm going to ask you guys that question too. But you know what I think my ideal day off looks like? My ideal day off would be obviously going away with my family on a trip somewhere in the mountains. Preferably... Not too cold. You know what? I, I, I changed I changed this. Like somewhere where you can see snow and you can get to it, but you can always get back down where it's nice and warm. I don't like that. But Yosemite, we haven't been there yet. That would be fun. Ooh, I want to go to Yosemite. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then like when I say like, I'll, I'll add these little, I'll add these little cherubs to the the family mix. Like, I mean, my immediate family, like obviously 
my my kids and and Tom. I will throw in my mom. She's been there, so she might not want to go. But like Aaron and Naz and and like Heather, the Dexters and stuff like that. The little that little family, um, because for one, you got to have Aaron there for entertainment. Yes, Aaron, the dancer. It's not just the dancer. <laughs> the man needs help. <laughs> I was going to tell he him to go Tom too. And Tommy Guess have us around. dying of laughter. <laughs> and then obviously the Dexters for obvious reasons, but. Um, but that would be my thing. Like, go, like I was like, where would I want to go? Yosemite. I would yeah, want to go there. I Have you too. guys ever been to Yosemite? No, and I've <gasps> always wanted to go <sighs> my whole life. I would love to go there. Mm-hmm. But just like my ideal day is somewhere, peace, yeah. no phones, mm-hmm. views, traveling, like an experience. That would be fun. Okay. Yeah. What's yours? But what if you had to stay local? Like a, just you only had one 24-hour day. Like what is your ideal day? Not Because that's like an ideal vacation. No, it's not a vacation. It's just an ideal day. So, what? Like, <laughs> Do you like, feel like that was the question? No. I'm there. Oh, okay. I feel like you know, ideal. She doesn't have days off though. That's I know. Problem. That's why I'm like, what would your ideal day be? Working? I don't or would know you just when the last time. Like TV? even when I have days off, I'm working. <laughs> right. Exactly. Is that your ideal though? Like. Like, if like you, I'm working on my house even. Yeah, That's what I, mean. I know. I, I, know. I, I, I do have days off from here, but usually <laughs> even on my days off, I do something. Right. But, but on the days that I don't, I'm working on my house because right now it has to happen because yeah. there's certain things that the insurance company won't take care of. Okay. And What if you had no responsibilities for 24 hours and it wasn't going to pile up? Like it just like one day ceased to exist, but you could do whatever you wanted for one whole day. But it's only 24 hours. Sleep would definitely be involved. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping in or going to bed early? No, just sleep. Just sleep. <laughs> okay. Just sleep. Okay. I still want to do it with my, spend it with my family. I yeah. don't know what I would do. Yeah. But, and it doesn't have to just be my family, but people that I love. Yeah. I would want to be with the people that I love. Yeah. If I was staying in the area. Right. You only had 24 hours. I only had One 24 day. hours. It'd probably be a day where I slept but all my, the people that I love, that yeah. I find to be very close to me. Okay. They would have to be, it would have to be a day where we're all together. Yeah. I don't, Perfect. outside of that, no, I good. can't think of anything I'd want to do. Yeah. Except for, I mean, what, do, what does life really matter if, if you're not with people you, you care about? It's true. But it cannot involve anyone that I do not like <laughs> or have to put up with. No, that's that right because it's, it's ideal day, and it feels like work. Then it's right, work, right? Yeah. Then it's not ideal. So it have to be people that you know. You're just like when you see them, you're like, oh, Easy. this is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. What would your day look like? You could go anywhere in the world in 24 hours. In 24 hours, you're genie. Oh, oh, oh. That's okay, now we're even switching it up a little. Oh, that's why I said. Okay. I could, that's it not... doesn't matter. I'm just like. <laughs> okay, I bing. didn't know that. I didn't know the rules. Did you know the rules? No. Okay. No, that's what I just said to you. Like, I, well, I would be like. I think you said it in your head. No, I did this. This is my third time doing this. <laughs> did she? Did I've she? only seen it I once. I only <laughs> seen That's third. <laughs> Fourth. Okay, okay. I'm gonna Fourth go. time. Replay. Replay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Okay, because this went all different directions. If I wasn't a genie and did yeah, this thing. Um, what did she do? But I she made know. a noise, I felt like. Maybe yeah. she didn't. But I, Just yeah. this. Okay. 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 Go ahead. Um, if I wasn't, 
it depends. Like if I've had a really busy like six months and it's just been like thing, thing, like thing after another, I would just want to go to the beach all day. Mm, yeah. But it had to be warm. And then literally the sun coming up and the sun setting and then eating somewhere like the by beach. the beach. That's like my ideal beach. day. Do you like the beach a lot? I love the beach. Mm. Oh. I love the beach. I don't really like it that much. I know. It's too sandy. I know. <laughs> Works out great. Tom don't like it either. I know. What about you, Tal? Wait. I have I a go feeling anywhere, I know what it consists no, it's with. so confusing. Like, well, who would you go with? Be by yourself? Or would you go with friends no, and family? No, friends and family. Friends and family. Yeah. I like I already people. know yours. It well, consists duh. with Norma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if I could go like anywhere in the world. Yeah. For one day. Yes. One day with That's whoever it. you want to go. Who would you go with and w- and w- where would you go? Probably Japan. Japan? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Never. Looky, looky. No interest at okay. all. What? Sorry, sorry to hijack, but Konnichiwa. never. No, not even um, a little interested. Next. Guys, it's just like. <laughs> that's the only word she knows. Wait, that's <laughs> correct. Aaron, Is that the- <laughs> Konnichiwa. Get out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy just Okinawa. asked Vanessa name two cities in Japan. Okinawa. <laughs> Okinawa. <laughs> Wait, is that in Japan? Here, that's here, what Aaron. That's what Aaron wants to do with Tommy. He wants to go well, hiking go with, with him <laughs> in Japan on Mount Fiji. So sorry, oh Tommy. my you got your day planned. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to go in your little Miata, oh. Aaron? <laughs> yeah, the little Miata <laughs> yes. and watch with your top down. Day. Yeah. Okay, so tell you really yeah. quick. Let's speed yeah. things along. Okay. Who would you go with? So you're going to go now with Tommy and Aaron? Yeah, and then Norma. And then Norma. You know Norma ain't going without <laughs> Mr. Oh. Jagger. Well, She fine. rolls her eyes. <laughs> okay. Fine. Bitch. Well, you'll have Tommy and Aaron. Yeah, yeah. that's Woo. true. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Your best buddies but... with Tommy. Yeah, but it's Norma. Oh, okay. So it has to be no Jagger. Because no, you don't want to share. Come. I get along with Jagger. Yeah, as long I as know he shares. But sometimes I put him in his place because he forgets Ooh. who was here first. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So. Best friend. Looky. Fighting words. Yeah. yeah. Oh, somebody gets a little jelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> uh, I'm I ready. don't blame you, girl. Yeah. I've had I've had friends. They get a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They don't even remember my name. Yep. Hard. That is hard. They didn't remember my name. <laughs> it's a shame. So. Then they break up. All of a sudden, wasn't your name? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sex with an H. Oh, they come right back. They come right like, back. Like, I don't even have a name to oh. you. Oh, my gosh. Mom. My name is, is nothing. <laughs> it's mud. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Um, Vanessa, lay it okay, on me. Okay, I had some time to think. So, if I can travel anywhere, it would be Kauai, Hawaii. Of course. I've never it's even heard of that. favorite islands I've ever traveled to. Because you've got the beach, and then you have the mountains. And the volcanoes. And that. And the fires. And I would be sitting on a beach with a good book with my man next to me. Mm-hmm. And we would just enjoy the whole day. Yeah, but you can have sun. a beach here. Like, why would no, you guys no want to go it's, to it's, what you already different. have? Yeah, it's got the mountains. It's, it's completely different. It's a vibe. <laughs> it's um, a vibe. And then if it's I, like the bougie life didn't choose her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or she didn't choose okay, the bougie so life, but the bougie life. If cho- I chose can her. like have right. like just a regular day, it would I would I would sleep in, and then I would have lunch with the good girlfriends, mm. do some shopping, and mm-hmm. then Jeff would come home early that day oh. 
and be cooking our Ooh. dinner. Okay, he'd, I like this. this. He'd be cooking heck? us a steak Ooh, to share. Steak. He's good steak. Yeah, he and is. And then we would watch the sunset. Ah, uh, so that romantic. That would be a day for me. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> I might have to steal that day. I know. I like that day too. Can I have Jeff please? <laughs> <laughs> Can Jeff come over Can and you? make me my steak? Right. <laughs> okay, exactly. I don't Charlotte know. Would love a Sounds like a plan. Now, my son, do you want to play the game? Would you go to Japan with the girls? <laughs> and Aaron? He's, he's thinking Japan might be the ticket. Oh, good job, Aaron. That would be pretty cool. He would go skiing in Japan. Oh, okay. Okay, Aaron will go skiing. I know that. But I, Norma will not, so yeah. she's not going to be hanging. She's not going to go on that trip, Talia. Talia, do you like skiing? I mean, I've never done it, but she's down for whatever. But oh, oh since wow. since Talia dissed him, <laughs> she's dissing. How, how did she diss you? Diss you? How did I diss you? Oh, he feels second oh. fiddle. I'm sorry. He feels I'm second sorry. fiddle. Somebody's a little spiteful. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Ouchie, mama. Okay, <laughs> so it's all guys for Tommy. Fine. I'll just go by myself. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Y'all. All righty, Rue. That's how that's going to go down. All right, so we have a little riff in the room now. I know. But we're all good. Us we're three girls it. are good, besides Talia. All right, <laughs> let's do the next question. Where in the Bible does it talk about Ash Wednesday, Lent, fasting on Fridays, no meat on Friday, etc.? Um. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, uh, it, the only place you're going to see this in the, is in the Catholic religion. That's it. Um, I don't think there's, like, Episcopalians do Lent. I do, I, I'm pretty sure about that. They do, they do do, but I don't know if Episcopalians do the Ash Wednesday. I never looked that up. Can you look that up for me mm-hmm. right now? So Ash Wednesday, Lent, fasting on Fridays, no meat on Fridays. It is absolutely nowhere in the Bible, but I can tell you that I looked it up. Where did it all begin? Because it, it, has, it has an origin of where it started. Everything always does. We just don't always know where it is. Are you, do you know yeah. it? Who, which one were you asking about? So Episcopalians, do they do Ash Wednesday or Lent? Because I feel like they do. Because ah. that's a very close religion to Catholicism. It's saying, it's, it's Protestants not naming too. them as one of them. It's, huh? it's saying Lutherans. Lutheran um, is too. Baptists do. Methodists. Baptists some, don't do with, uh, Ash Wednesday. Okay, well, this is Google. They're saying some Baptists, many Methodists, including, including Nazarenes and West. Do Ash Wednesday? Never heard of it. Okay. Never seen it. The only Catholic faith for the most part. This is why you don't trust the internet people. I know, literally. That, and that's like the first thing that comes up. Oh, man. No, I don't think that's true. So, okay, so how it all started. It started in the 4th century AD. Even though there is no explicit evidence of Lent in Scripture, many believers have tried to argue that Lent is based on Jesus' temptation in the desert for 40 days. The 40 days before Easter is a preparation time known as Lent. In the Old Testament times, people used ashes as a sign of repentance. So that's one of the reasons why they use the ash. They would sit in ashes, roll around in them, sprinkle them upon their heads, or even mingle them with their food and drink. And that sounds very gross. <laughs> but have you ever heard, like, there's that show where people eat the strangest things? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and people have eaten literally, like, loved ones' ashes. Mattresses. Ma- mattresses. Yeah. Mattresses. Yep. 
Oh my god! Like they pick it while they're laying in it, <laughs> or like they a- eat their mattress while they're laying in yes. it. Yes, <laughs> and it's like falling apart. <laughs> Guys, I might gag. Please, we're gonna have, probably have to change the subject because like, nobody on the podcast like needs stained to see ones me too. Don't talk. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> oh, Tommy. <laughs> They're probably okay. deficient in a mineral. Guys, and we got to change the subject because I'm telling minerals. you right now. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, you started it with, with eating ashes. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty gross. <laughs> ashes? Oh, God. <laughs> Go in a different room because if you gag, I'm gagging. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear what Tom Oh, said? please don't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Oh, I'm crying. I'm crying. Oh, man. I'm oh, holding my it gosh. back. <laughs> okay. Because I like am the loudest gagger ever. <laughs> I've never heard you gag, no, so. Never. It's so bad. I have. And oh, in my gosh. all of 10 years. I can't even talk. <laughs> 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 okay. Let me start reading something about Ash Wednesday. I gotta get it out of my mind. <laughs> That's the problem. I, it's in my head. Okay, so let's move on past eating. Okay, let's do it. Aaron's so gross. Oh my gosh. Don't. Whatever is going on over there, I'm regrouping. Don't read Aaron's comments. No, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Leave it alone. They did this as an outward sign of their inward posture of repentance. Oh, my gosh. If you guys only knew, I'm not kidding you, how hard it is for me to hold it together right now because you don't want to hear it. Like, it is the loudest, and and I won't stop. If I get going, I do not stop. Daniel 9, 3 through 6 says, why are you guys under the table over there? Because Aaron is unhinged right now. <laughs> it's so bad. And he wants you to know. So I'm not gonna, I'm not doing it in hope. Uh-uh. Not, I love you. Uh-uh. I love it. you way too much to do this. Uh-uh. Not doing it. We can we can get it. We can get it. We can get it. We can do this. I'm done crying. I'm about to read the Holy Bible. Okay, please. Can <laughs> you? So that will help me. I, I think you need to. Don't I don't want to know anything he says. I, I'm not going to tell you. Then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession and said, O Lord, great and awesome God who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep his commandments. We have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled even by departing from your precepts and your judgments. Neither have we heeded your servants, the prophets who speak in your name to our kings and our princes, to our fathers and all the people of the land. So the ashes, it's just like everything um, counterfeit. And I'm not saying that doing Ash Wednesday it's very religious as far as I'm concerned. It's just a sign of religiosity. And I'm not saying that people who do religious things are so horrible or anything like that. But uh, things can become such a habit or um, a thing that we do. One of the things that we don't do here at Foundation Church is we don't, it's like one of the things, we, we don't take communion. Like some churches take communion once a month, right? 
And we take it, we do it about quarterly and sometimes not even that often. And the reason why is, and it, there's important reasons why you take communion. Part of it is healing. There's healing with taking communion. Okay. But there's also reasons that we don't do it. And that is because the word is very clear. Um, it says, as often as you do these things, um, do it in remembrance of me. It doesn't say that you're supposed to do it once a month. It says, as often as you do this. Some people, there, some people, there's debates on how often you should do it. One of the reasons we don't do it, especially on holidays, is because it says that if you take communion, it's a curse if you are not right with God. If you're living in out-and-out sin, not struggling with sin, out-and-out sin, if you are a person that's not even saved and you take communion, you're putting a curse on you. So we don't do that because we're not going to assist in cursing people or having a curse put upon them. And a lot of churches don't even go through that scripture when they're um, offering communion to people. They don't allow them to see what the scripture says, that if you take it, this is what happens if you're not in good standing. It's super important that everybody understands what the word of God says before they enter into to certain things. That's marriage, that's salvation, that's communion, that's anything. That's the promises of God, financial prosperity, tithing, offering, all that. Other. You need to understand when you do something, what that entails. You just don't follow it because people tell you to do it, or you don't follow it because um, man tells you that that's what you're supposed to do. You do it because the Word of God tells you to do it, and you follow it. But so, And then you do it. So a lot of people say that because Passover was once a year, and Jesus um, had the Last Supper, which was what we take communion communion is like based on the last supper some believe that you should only do it once a year there are a lot of beliefs a lot of theologians believe that we should only do communion once a year i i don't subscribe to that i don't subscribe that it should be done once a month i believe that it should never become a habit or a religious um thing that is done because then what it ha- what happens with that is it loses its its value. It becomes just something that we do because that's what we do. And it's, it's communion is vitally important. Well, like Ash Wednesday, Lent, fasting, things like that. It shouldn't be um, something that man tells you you have to do. It should be something that you feel like the Holy Spirit is convicting you to do. And you should follow that because that's what you're supposed to do, not because man tells you to do it. It's just like uh, um, we at this church uh, participate in a 21-day fast every year with another church. Um, But we don't tell everybody in the church that they have to do it, that this is what we're doing. We say this as a body we're doing. If you feel led to do it, then here's what you want to do. You, you, if you want to sign up, or if you, but there's lots of people who do it that don't even register and sign up with the ministry. Um, but it should be you should be compelled to do it by through the Holy Spirit, not because everybody is doing it. Mm-hmm. P- positive peer pressure is great. <laughs> it really is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's something good to be said about po- positive peer pressure, but you should never succumb to even positive peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and do something because everybody's doing it. It should be because 
When it comes to spiritual things, it should be because spiritually you know you're supposed to do it. It's just like I've known people that, um, and this is off the subject, but then I'll get back to this really quick. But I've known people that they'll go to these, um, they'll, they'll, they'll go to these um, meetings, like a, um, like a revival meeting or whatever. They'll go to this revival meeting, and uh, the pastor will be talking about giving. Okay, put yourselves on, and you can confirm or deny because both of you've been in been going to church for forever. You'll hear a pastor talking about giving. And he'll be talking about, about the importance of giving and being blessed through giving. And what the pastor, at least the pastors that I, I listen to, that I follow, they'll say, what is the Holy Spirit telling you to give, mm-hmm. right? There will be people that never even hear that one little sentence. And so they start emptying their pockets because everything that guy said, they want. But the Holy Spirit never told them to give it. Right. And then this is what happens. They don't want nothing. But, but then when they give everything out of their pocket and the Holy Spirit never told them to do it and nothing comes about for them, then they don't believe what the pastor said or whoever it was or the evangelist. They don't believe what they said. They think he's a liar. They think he wants their money, all these things. And now their faith has diminished but it all started with them Mm -hmm. because they didn't do what the man of god said which was what is the holy spirit telling you to give right so instead of putting that finger at them you need to go like this Mm -hmm. what part did i play in that uh i didn't follow instructions Mm -hmm. because the thing is it's it's just like fasting if you fast and you're not supposed to fast Will you get something from it well it depends on how mature you are in your walk Mm -hmm. um so a lot of times there's grace and mercy and you will see the results. But the more you grow and the more you know, and if the Holy Spirit doesn't tell you to, to, to fast and you do it anyway, mm-hmm. I mean, will you get something out of it? Pro- probably, but to the degree that you should have, no, you won't. Because you went and did something in your own might and you thought it would be great mm-hmm. instead of the Holy Spirit saying, like this past fast, I didn't do the 21 days like everybody else did. I didn't feel a bit bad about it. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel a bit bad about it because that's not what the Holy Spirit told me to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to do a 21-day fast with everybody else Mm -hmm. because I want to fit in. Mm -hmm. Because then I I won't get anything out of it, not like I should. What I'll do is I'll follow what the Holy Spirit tells me to do, Mm -hmm. and then I I will see the big results. That's what's really important. Lent and all that other stuff, if it's done because religiously you're told to do it, Will you gain anything from it? I don't see it in the Bible, so I don't know. But do you guys know, you understand what I'm talking I've yeah, known yeah. people who are like, I'll never give another dime because I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. Or That guy's, a, 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 all he wants is my money. Yeah, right. I've heard that one. Yeah. It's like, no, he doesn't <laughs> want your money. Yeah. yeah. Aaron gave a good verse, 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Um, so let each one of you give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or out of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And that's the problem. Once you give and then you don't get what you wanted in the time frame you wanted it, then your heart gets hardened towards it. And really, it might have just come in like, yes, of course, they've got to ask the Holy Spirit. But your even your heart position changes. Yeah. Because you start getting frustrated that you're not seeing, you know, whatever well, you're... 
And a lot of these people spiritually are so off that the Lord can't give them what they want because if he did, it would destroy them even more. And that's what they, you, sure. that's it's what you don't true. realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very You true. don't realize God is saving you from yourself. Mm -hmm. You're just, you're not smart enough to know it, but yeah. you didn't follow the first instruction. Right, right. First things first. You can't even hear the Holy Spirit because <laughs> you're so carnally minded. Yeah. yeah. And you want what you want. And God's like, I'm, you may hate that man and you may you know, lose faith in me, but I will save you from yourself. Right. Yeah. Yep. What were you going to say, Vanessa? Oh, no, I, I'm in total agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Of what you just said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So again, it goes back to don't follow man, follow God. Don't follow religion, follow the word. And most importantly, have a personal live relationship with the Holy Spirit. And if you have one that is where you're communi communicating with him on a daily basis, more than just over your, your meal, but one that you're talking constantly with, mm -hmm. like I in my head all the time am having conversations. And then I have my own per personal prayer time, but I'm, I'm always like, mm -hmm. even if I'm trying to think like as silly as it sounds, but when we were coming up with the name of the women's conference, I'm talking to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking, yeah. Lord, what would you have me name this? Yeah. Like, what, yeah. what do you want? What do you want for the women? Like that's yeah. a key. Man. I didn't just sit there and go, what's a cool name? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's a, what, what is something that nobody else has done? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. What is, what does the Holy Spirit want? Right. What does he want to do? Mm -hmm. That's what matters. Right. And if you always are open to hear him and to do what he wants mm -hmm. instead of what you want, yeah. if you're open to give what he wants, because yeah. listen, the odds are if you give everything away just because you want something in return, right. the Holy Spirit was like, I'd rather you keep your money. You should have just kept it in your pocket. You're going to be wealthier that way mm -hmm. than doing it the spiritual way. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the truth. Yep. So um, I hope you receive that. But as far as Ash Wednesday and Lent, I see nothing. If you're Catholic, go ahead, go for it, I guess, because a lot of it's just religiosity. But my thing is eat as much meat as you want. Forget about fish on Friday. Mm -hmm. And... Who wants an ash right in the between their eyes? Not me. Nope. Not me. <laughs> I mean, maybe you do. And if you do, go for it. Yeah. But let's make sure you know why you're doing what you're doing and make sure it's biblically sound. And it ain't in the Bible. So. Yeah. There it and is. again, even like communion, as often as you do these things. So, like, if it becomes repetition and it becomes where taking communion means absolutely nothing to you, right. maybe you should stop taking communion until you understand the value behind it. Right. And what it means. Right. Right. Because what's the point? Right. But you just become, things just become habit. Right. And they mm -hmm. mean nothing. It's just a ritual. It's just what we do. Right. Nothing spiritual should be just, that's just what we do. Right. Everything has a purpose. And everything has a meaning. And it really should be valued to that much because, I mean, Jesus is worthy of that. Amen. He is. Do you guys want to add anything? Any thoughts? 
Um, Does anybody other, have any thoughts I mean, on that? One other thing Aaron said is that people will go and do the ash Wednesday and put the ash on and then they go sleep with their girlfriends. So that kind of like talks about what you're saying. Like make sure that like when you're doing it, like you're remaining pure and holy in it. It's not like, oh, yeah. again, just a religious thing, but I don't oh, know. Yeah. People think like they just get so used to routine and religion and traditions that like they're doing things that are like polar opposite of the Bible. So just maybe like. <laughs> I have known people. Who do the Lent yeah. and they give up drinking, and right. but but they get drunk all the time. Yeah. So they gave up drinking, right? And as soon as Lent was over, right, they went back to drinking and getting drunk all the time. Why even bother? I, you, it, right. Read the Bible. You're right. not to be drunk. Right. So all you did is go back and start sinning, and for a short period of time, you were still not saved. Right. Right. You just gave up the thing for a short period of time. That was your sin. No, that you're doesn't going mean you, you repented of the sin. Right, because you know you're going right back to it. I know. So to me, it's a whole lot of nothing. I know. Why even bother? Right. Aaron also brought up how most people look to religion like the Israelites did with the law. Yes. Because it's easier than having a relationship with the Lord. 100% yeah, right. all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why I say it can't be a ritual. Yeah. It has to be like there's a purpose and if that purpose, it's not symbolic. It has meaning. Right, it's like right. It's holy. The, if you can't understand, and I, when I was saying that, I was thinking of Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. Just simply th- having the vision of that sacrifice that was made for us yeah. and, and thinking of it in that, in that light, then everything that you do should have some kind of passion behind it for that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Right. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. Yep. The ultimate was given to you. Right. So everything should be done with that in mind mm-hmm. and the heart behind it. Right. So it's good. Segue into the cross. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. If you don't know him today, listen, religion's religion, but a personal relationship means everything. And if you don't have one today, and let's change that right now so that your weekend is the best weekend you've ever experienced. If you've known him and walked away, let's get that right too. Listen, it's really easy. It's like Aaron said, it's really easy to be religious and live by the law. But a lot of times, like the Israelites had the law and then they would make a sacrifice of an animal and they'd get, they'd be forgiven, right? It was as simple as that. Well, we don't have that anymore. And your sin will st- send you straight to hell. You don't get to sacrifice an animal and, and and make it right. The only way to make it right is for you to repent of your sin, to live for him on a daily basis, for him to be the Lord of your life. Outside of that, you won't go to heaven. Your sin will keep you and separate you from him, and your eternity won't be with him. I know that a lot of people will tell you otherwise, but it is not in the word. It's just not there. And I would dare you to try and find where it is. So if you don't know him or if you and you want to become um, and you want to know him or if you've walked away, let's say this prayer really quick together. Let's get things uh, right for you. And uh, let's have a fresh start and a new beginning. (laughs) It's our tribe. Starting right now. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. And Lord, I thank you for what you did on the cross for me. I thank you for the price that was paid. The ultimate sacrifice, your life. I thank you for the nails that you bore on your hands and your feet and the stripes that you bore on your back for my healing. 
I thank you that you became poor so that I might become rich. I receive all these promises that you provide for me that through what was done on the cross. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I promise to walk with you forever. I will lay my life down for you. I will do what you tell me to do. I will go where you tell me to go. And I will not do what you tell me not to do. And from this moment on, I will live for you. And you will be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a fantastic weekend. It is Friday. I'm super excited. Not that Friday really changes anything for me because it really doesn't. But I love Friday. I don't know. There's something about it. Yeah. I don't know. And um, have a great weekend. It's supposed to be beautiful here in sunny Florida. We will see you on Sunday. I think people are starting to feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Praise ye the Lord. I have been praying for you, for all you sickies out there. Thank you. And uh, see you on Sunday. If you don't have a good church, tune in to Foundation Church. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. I can promise you that. Facts. And you will... If you just, if you stick it out for like a month. Yeah. It'll be like tonic water. There you go. You hate it at first, but then you learn to love it. Touche. Maybe not tonic water. Not tonic water. Carbonated water. Carbonated water. Yeah. Sparkling water. Sparkling water. Tonic is, tonic's pretty rough. Let's do sparkling water. It'll be just like that. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you on Wednesday of next week. I think I might do something different next week. Okay. Yeah. Spice it up. All right. So have a great weekend. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. See you Sunday. Bye-bye. Real talk.